G'day listeners, welcome to Barkarati, the sailing podcast. My name's Jordan Spencer, it's that time of the week where we get to hang out with some really cool sailors, but of course I have to share the microphone duties with my two idiot mates. So first off, let's welcome Mr. Brett Perry. Greetings, exalted one. BP. Good evening. Well, it's not really that time of the week, it's sort of mid-week-ish sort of thing, but uh, you got me mid-barbecue. Mid barbecue, mid yep. barbecue. Um, so nice. it's Boxing Day here in Australia. It's the it's the Ashes cricket. It's the Sydney to Hobart yacht race. So what? what you just live for it, don't you? Yeah, we do. And, uh, and of course, our mate going south to Hobart, or is he? Or is he? Is he? Let's just see if he's there. He had a voice that could make a Wolverine purr. Mr. Nick Boss, are you there? Um, <laughs> I, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. Um, oh. Bicey, you're supposed to be on a boat was, heading south. I was saying to you blokes during the week, it's getting closer. Mm. The Rona, she's coming in mm. um, due to hearing a few different um, positive cases out of Sail GP, out of a few of the different boats competing in the race and starting to hear a few names that you know that have got it. And I've got it. I've got the Rona. Oh, Mate, I feel for you. This is positive. We're worried. So, oh, I mean, it was pretty tricky to harangue the um, and manipulate the positive test due to the southerly buster. Yeah. In. But, um, <laughs> and, but and, I, and also your in-laws at home, apparently. But, but I managed to do it. Yeah, they're there till the 8th. So I've got to isolate now for 21 days. In, um, another, in, <laughs> another, in, another, in another state. In another state. <laughs> No, so um, wow. December the 23rd from 1pm, they were doing the uh, PCR tests at the Cruising Yacht Club South Australia, of which I've heard cost a hefty amount of money mm. to make that happen. Yep. With it, uh, was meant to have a quick turnaround because they're getting, doing 160,000 tests a day here at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, got in the early lineup, got tested with all my crewmates along with everyone else. Standing in, there would have been 500 people in the lineup, wow. and we're all just, you know, high fiving each other, doing all that sort of Australian stuff. <laughs> you know, a bit of a dry rope, bit of a pash while we're waiting and stuff. <laughs> but so, speak <laughs> of a tap on the butt, <laughs> speak of a super spreader. Um, and then 10 a.m. on the 24th, positive test along with three of my crewmates. Jeez, how, uh, how I mean, did you feel when you saw a positive test? Did, did you get a little nervous? No, or? I knew I had it. You knew you had it? Yeah, wow. pretty sure. Wow. Probably, I wouldn't say 24 hours beforehand, but just started getting a little scratchy throat. Mm. Could have written it off to just being a bit run down, having been sailing it every single day. Mm. And then, but just hearing and seeing what's going on. And we were super safe. We literally went from the boat to the apartment every day. Mm. Yep. Did not go in any social setting at all mm. um unusual i know i yeah. hear you say yes yes <laughs> ice what cruising yacht club of australia uh, it's anyway bloody sad. Um, two years in a row for you oh, what yeah, a pity what um, a downer. yeah knew i had it's probably a bit bit rich but uh knew something wasn't quite right and then yeah like i said three of my other crewmates and uh then the difficult decision came oh, yeah. yesterday by the owner of the boat, Jim Cooney, to put, withdraw from the race. Ah, um, come on. He saw the forecast. Yeah, no, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> I um, which, oh, to, I mean, my, my heart goes out to 
to him yeah. the investment and the time. I yep. mean, agreed. Yep. We, the team we put together and we had was just phenomenal, and it was a pleasure to sail with those guys. But the decision based around, okay, we start going down, a few other people contract it or get the symptoms later during the race, for example. Yeah. And then once you arrive in Tassie, part of the rules, you if you do an antigen test, you get a positive, you have to isolate or quarantine for 14 days in Hobart at your, your expense. Cost. Yeah, no. So that is a whole other part of the uh, Sydney to Hobart. Yacht it's a added a whole new element, hasn't it? But I've got to say one thing, Bicey. We're, we're glass half full here, people, at Bar Karate. We're yes. glass half full, right? <laughs> this is the th- second attempt with the best crew that you could put together. You've done a shitload of training. Next year's looking great. Yeah, I know. Next year's looking an absolute treat. Hey, you don't have to do much training. You're all sorted. <laughs> Straight into it, you reckon? Yeah. So, Jim, Jim um, our heart does go out to you, and uh, please don't lose faith. Take it on next year with the boys. I'm sure they were mm. willing to put in the effort. <laughs> yeah. But uh, obviously, you're you're obviously fully vaccinated, so the impact is pretty minor for you, I take it? Yeah, pretty minor. Um, had a solid hit of what I'd call man flu. Yeah. On uh, Christmas Eve. Yeah. So, for that so you, you were generally irritable and looking for a beer. Well, that plus, oh, it's one of the worst flus anyone could get. Yeah, Man right. flu, that is. Yeah. Um, but, but she's pretty much extinguished itself now. Um, did antigen tests this morning. I've still got it, believe it or not. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I've uh, now allowed the body to give its... Its own vaccination, I guess. So, well, this yeah, is a point. Don't know, about, don't know about you, blokes, but I'm pretty good. Yeah, no, you're good. Don't need, your, don't need your booster. I did have a chat to one John Bacon about this exact point the other day before you got your uh, before you got your uh, your dose of COVID, and he said that uh, people who do have COVID after they had the double vaccines are generally the highest immune um, immune rate. So there mm. you go. That's what he's saying, and he knows. So. Glass half full, I guess. Glass half full. <laughs> well, Rock and roll. Speaking of glasses and half full, I, I did, when you sent us the message the other day, mate, um, I did set you a challenge. Um, I told uh, my uh, home uh, brew method is that if you get sick, rum. Lots and lots and lots of rum. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I said to Bicey, you, you're locked down, you can't go anywhere. Just order in a ton of rum and see what sort of cocktail you can create, what mm. you can come up with. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you embraced any of that? Well, not as yet. Due to yesterday, I tried having a few beers, lost my taste completely. Oh. So I was like, Ugh, what am I even doing? Yeah. Ugh, beer sucks. <laughs> um, literally just speaking to New South Wales Health prior to uh, the show. And they said, um, my And I said, oh, I basically asked the count back when I can go back to SA and all those sorts of things. And um, I said, yeah, where I'm staying, I can't quite see the bridge for the New Year's Eve fireworks. <laughs> and she goes, well, just look up in the air, call your friend Dan Murphy's, and he'll sort everything out for you. <laughs> uh, for our international uh, listeners, Dan Murphy's is a, is a, is a liquor store, which yeah. you can actually get delivered, by the way. Um, yeah, so that's, that's New South Wales health advice you're receiving. So I guess you have to comply. Uh, I said, can I have that in writing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh dear. Oh, that's very hilarious. cool. Well, uh, commiserations, Bicey, obviously. Um, but uh, look, mate, uh, your health is the most important thing, and obviously, the community as well. Here at Bar Karate, yeah. we, we make sure we do the right thing by all that, and I guess yeah. that was the the. The, the reason for it, the Hobart organisers going through this, there was a lot of other people, let's say, it wasn't just this boat. There was a lot of people yes. that got uh, that got an infection. And, uh, I mean, uh, I got a phone call on Christmas Eve, uh, Nick Bice, mm-hmm. yep. from one Rob Kumine. That's right. To go sailing on... on right. uh, <laughs> they they on... lost one and I said, oh, Rob, have I got the replacement for you? Be <laughs> <laughs> fair, cool. Yeah, Unfortunately, no. you'd probably seen the uh, weather forecast by then. Oh, I'd, yeah. I'd had a, I'd had a good look and um, look at you know. To, I did I did think about it. I, I sort of sat down for about um, thirty four, maybe thirty five seconds. Yeah, um, nice and I I just uh, no look. I, but to, to be honest, I was too busy. Um, but anyway, yeah, thanks right. for the thanks for the kind words. Right. Well, um, obviously, uh, Boxing Day. It's the start of the Sydney Hobart. Uh, this episode is going to be a special. Uh, we're just going to talk about the Hobart, um, what the what we noticed from the start today, what to look for, um, and I think we sort of just agreed about five minutes ago to do a f- uh, some daily updates just to, to keep everyone in the loop. Because <laughs> that's how we roll here. Yeah. yeah, we agreed about five minutes ago <laughs> to do some daily updates, probably twice daily, depending on how we're yeah, feeling. Yeah, twice daily. That's it. And, yeah, now, yeah. That, and now that Vice is in lockdown and uh, doing yeah. nothing, we've got to sort of keep him occupied. Yeah, so. that's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's great for you, Blakes. That I'm the one that have to put everything together and put it up. So my day just got super full, but you know that's oh, what I do. Have a listen. Why to don't it, we guys? do it live? Um, we could do oh, yeah. Facebook, YouTube as well. Yeah, yeah. We're I love yeah. the way we're making plans on. So so on we'll this, do that. On the show. Um, and then it's all right for you, Blakes, because then I have to put all that stuff up. As well. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll just I'll just join in when okay. when you need me. You write the script. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. I'll get onto it. Right, okay. Right, okay. start. Bang. Sydney Hobart. Um, major event starts in Sydney. Sails down to Hobart, six hundred twenty-eight nautical miles. Uh, been ongoing. If you haven't heard of it, then you're probably not a sailor, um, and you're not. You know, I'd, well, you've heard of it. You know, you've heard of it. Um, just finish off Battery Point uh, in Tasmania. So uh, sail down south, turn the corner, and then up the Derwent and finish at Battery Point 628 miles later very big tradition been going on for 70 plus years and uh, first yacht across the line wins the JH Illingworth Trophy but the overall winner is the Tattersall's Cup so the handicap that's what we care about um, so let's first off we've watched the start mm-hmm. uh, mm. general impressions winners Rivet- and losers r- riveting <laughs> Um, so it's a sow easter. Uh, we won't do. I'll do. A, we'll do a weather update in a minute. But that means they start downwind or t- uh, reaching, uh, mm-hmm. and then come out the heads and go into the wind. Um, so for the perspective of those who haven't seen it, they started downwind or sort of maybe one ten to one forty sort of angle. Okay. Yeah. So my my impressions, the at the rate that the boats exited the harbour was impressive nonetheless. Uh, so for all the people on the harbour who thought they'd be there for an hour or so mm. watching the boats leave, you got ripped off, <laughs> basically. What, you know, about because everyone, for your money, everyone went, even for the, the mighty gun runner that uh, well, I think was last yep. out of the harbour. Yep. No, I think, they, I think, uh, my, I think my, boat, my boat that you tipped me into was last out. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> 
I was tipping. I had you down at Sportsbet too for last out. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you put me on there, right? <laughs> um, then I thought the winner, and we only got to see the top line on TV, um, yep. for me was Stefan Hare. Yeah, they had a good start, didn't they? I think Warro and start. Hazy and his team had a great start, and then it started getting a bit soft there. They couldn't really press on it. Well, um, my most impressive though, URM. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they have taken yachting to the next, next level. level. Unfortunately, we're going to have to start after <laughs> eight PM next week, next year, due to the language content. Oh my god. <laughs> That Marcus was... Ashley Jones, you're too many beeps. So, so uh, this is funny because uh, <laughs> we talked about this a second ago, Jordan. Tom Tom Slingsby, um, you might have heard of him, and I we were having this little discussion at the Sale GP to some guests about uh, a quiet boat is a fast boat. Yeah. So you are <laughs> yeah. URM are not a fast boat based on that theory. Fever. Fever. Wizard. Wizard. Let off the. F- Get the heads all off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. It was a messy hey, Can start. I just, Let's just rewind one second, just, yeah, yeah. You just quickly. Um, uh, I went to shopping this morning because I'm at a barbecue today and um, I bumped into Warro. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so I gave him some good advice and obviously paid off. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Another Bravo. another reason to yeah. get involved with Bar Karate. They started in the perfect spot, actually. Oh, that's that's what I said. Stephen here, yeah. They started in the perfect spot. So if that's what you told them to do, BP, well done. Um no. Yeah. No, in all honesty, they they did they sit in a good spot. They were looking good there for a while, weren't mm. they? Just to hold out on starboard just, tack, just then, hold yeah, holding others out, and then I think it got a bit just a bit, a bit wide for them yeah. um, with Water the zero on, on. and then uh, the other boats just snuck away. But you know, hats off to Witty and SHK Scallywag out the heads first. Yeah, I yeah. didn't have my money. I had my money on Blackjack, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. They just got um, pinned. They just got a little bit of yeah. dirty air that for Law Connect when and Blackjack. That, they didn't get clear run. Correct. Mm. Correct. So, um, yeah, big ups to, to Witty and his team, but then big downs when they blew out tack, tack fitting or yeah. whatever they did from the J4. Yeah. That, um, I'd, it, we're just trying to work it out when you're on the phone to New South Wales Health. It's just uh, we haven't heard officially, but it, uh, I mean the way they were dicking around there, the whole fitting must have come out. You know, it, I, you know, it wasn't just the purchase or the rope breaking. You know, like there was just you know the tack line, whatever, because that's yeah. it's a bit a halyard lock at the top of the mast and down to the purchase at the bottom mm. in that fitting. My, my gut feeling is the purchase broke. Yeah, because I saw the. The furler itself was flopping around yeah, in the breeze, yeah, and, it, and it didn't have a bit of deck stuck to it. Yeah, so that was my gut feel. And then yeah. I saw them dragging the before the footage went out on Channel Seven. Saw them dragging the sail back up there. Yeah, yeah. So whatever that means. Yeah, Paul, yeah. Paul Tristan on the front oh. there getting hammered. He was just nearly engaged. He's all happy and now he's stuck on the front of that. I was just saying to my friends uh, who were watching the race with me, we were having a barbecue, non-sailors, and uh, I was trying to entertain them because it was just riveting. As I said, it was Uh, You know, and the crew work, and I'm saying how professional these guys are before the start, and, you know, you'll see some pretty slick stuff, and I was quite embarrassed about a few things. But anyway, I sort of got through it, and then... And then I was talking about uh, the boys on the front of uh, Scallywag when they were going through what they were going through, for the for, for people who have never done this race before, it's three days. Of, I mean, it's only three days, but it's three days going south into some pretty 
yucky conditions. And the last thing you want to be doing in your first 30 minutes oh. is being on the bow of a hundred footer Getting underwater uh, yeah. and you aren't prepared. You, you, there's no way you've fully cocked. You're not sorted out. You know, you're not got your gear hundred percent right, you know, and they're just going to spend the next three days soaking wet. I feel for them. Yeah. No. Um, anyway. Well, Good news is the trimmer, he was still in his T-shirt, still didn't have his jacket on yet, just getting soaking wet. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's got Yeah. Bravo, Phil Harmer. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you, Phil Harmer. On you, Wendy. Um, yeah, Wendy. Uh, uh, who's a great friend of the show. Uh, we, we, we get on great with Wendy. Um, I just do want to say, we have to bring it up. BP's alluded to it. That, uh, that first turning mark. What a shamozzle. There were some of the worst spinnaker drops and takedowns and furls I've ever seen. I was thinking. Well, they... put it th- put it this way, gents. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting on the couch here with, I'm on the Pittman on Willow, right? And uh, the person I'm sitting on the couch with is the Bowman. Mm-hmm. And we were calling this <laughs> way too early. <laughs> get it off the lock. And <laughs> Louis was literally yelling at me to get it off the lock. <laughs> and what were you doing? Were you looking around? Where, where's my wind channel? Here's the tagline. Here's the tagline. It was embarrassing. Like I, I, the, I, the best way to describe it is the boats were set up for um, going straight down south and they'd forgot they had to do a call. Oh, I'm going to add something to it, Jay. I'm sorry, mate. I'm oh, going to add to it. you got to be careful I'm gonna, because one day I'm it'll going be us. To add, I am going to add that... Uh, there has been no real sailing going on. It's it's been a bit of sailing, but I just think that they're all. I just think they're no, so. It's just yeah, it's, yeah. You're right. There right. hasn't been enough competitive because it's race day fever. You can watch it. You I think that's start, what it is. Fit, yep. Start filling a few hundred square meters up, yep. only a couple of boat lengths from the yep. mark. Yeah, no, it doesn't on a work. Six hundred thirty mile lake. Yeah. <laughs> no. Race day yep. fever is the best description. That's what it was. They were just getting too excited and amped up. They were, they were doing a URM. Oh, <laughs> well, right. we've got three days, by the way, to come up with that. That uh, um, what that actually means? Yeah, <laughs> <A> URM. <laughs> All right, let's work on that one. Uh, oh, very good. But hey, looking. I at noticed the, uh, uh, our friend Matt Allen though just came. It's smoking. They went with a shoot. Yep, coming drop. down the harbour yep. and did the yeah did the Mexican, uh, Mexican coming into the mark. Yeah, nice trying to sneak on the inside. That was that was an inchorm over that one. Yeah. Did, yeah. did see Quest there looking for a port starboard? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we weren't there. So yeah. Oh, anyway. So it starts <laughs> underway and they headed out into uh well might as well do the weather a bit. I yeah, guess, talk about the weather because this is really important for our listeners um to understand this race. Yeah, that's so, a really good good thing to talk about. So it's kind of I'm gonna say uh, it's going to be the hardest race in the world for navigators. Like the, I agree with you. This one is a tough one. The conditions are so changeable. It's a south southeasterly. They're out to in the moment. At the moment, they're going into a southeasterly. It's been running for a few days. There's a big ridge line running through it. There's potential after two days for a big low, a big uh, uh, hole to sail into. Gigantic hole. There's one sitting off the the top of Tasmania. But there's plenty of pressure uh, in the next 24 hours coming out of the the south southeast um so they'll go into that and then uh going into 48 hours then there's a lot of light wind the other thing that is really interesting is the currents that are floating out there there is some monster uh, eddies floating out off the coast there just off victoria the east coast current um is just crazy just off sydney there's uh 
most of the current is going heading north. There are a few uh, southbound pathways, but if you can find them, you're a miracle worker. But um, we just look for the turtles, right? Uh, yeah, Bicey, I, I did a screenshot for you, mate. It's on the. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at that now. Yeah. Shit, I'm glad, glad Nick, we're not going. Yeah, I know. yeah, that's what I just said. <laughs> and I would, and I keep saying it. We go back to the, the, the you know, with the uh, listeners who have never done this race before. The East Coast current is a massive north-south flowing current, but it actually does eddy all around the place. Yeah, and yeah. The the people who can read those eddies, whether it's because it's warm water that's flowing south, so the warmer the water, the faster the current. That's the general rule of thumb. Um, but the key is to make sure you stay in that warm water. Um, and, but there's there's a situation where sometimes you can get caught on the wrong side of it yeah. and you can end up sailing yourself into a trap. And um, what ends up happening is sometimes this, 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 this current can flow at two plus knots. It can even flow, flow to three to four knots. So you can gain massive advantages, but then there's the other side of it. It's, it's huge. So Well, she's a messy one. Like there's yeah, eddies exactly. everywhere and they're pretty powerful ones. And um, to pick your way through that minefield is going to be quite tough. And then, of course, you know, uh, 48 hours, the wind changes again. It's so it's, um, it's really, really tough, um, tough course to pick. Uh, the navigators are going to have a horrendously tough time. But the gist of it is most of the time you're going into the wind and you're probably hitting some fairly lumpy seas. Not as bad as they could be, but in spots there'd be some pretty lumpy stuff. But, yeah, most of the way it's just headwind the whole way. Yeah, I'm just looking at the like the 48 hours apart from a big light spot. Well, that transition of that light spot yep. off the kind of the southern New South Wales coast. If you're close in shore at yep. say you know midnight tonight. Yeah. Um. But the next 48 hours is uh. Let's have a look. Oh, it's southerly. Oh, beauty. <laughs> yeah, beauty. Beauty. It's just southerly. Yeah. Good. Good vibe. Seventy weather, mate. Well, yes, it would be good Volvo 70. We probably would have won the race last year, potentially this year as well. So, anyway. <laughs> oh, actually, do you want to go on to who's going to win the race? Is that where we go? I, yeah, why not? Why yeah, not? I, well, I, I, want to, I want to hear what you've got. Right, I'll, I'll give you a hypothetical. Oh, right, you go on. I was let's just say, a hypothetical. Let, let's, just say let's just say you open your phone up today, you're a bit bored, and you <laughs> say, oh, hang on, I've still got a sports bet account. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, hang on. My credit card still works on that. Let's top it up a bit. So you had a few bucks to spend. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say $50. And you're first out the heads, first across the line, first to win the Tattersalls. Where's your money sitting? Okay. Wow. We, who's going first? You going first, Jack? Uh, for the Tattersalls. Well, no, no so, we start off with that, out of the heads. Who is, your, who is your selection to get out of the heads first? Uh, well, it wouldn't have been Scallywag. Um, no, so no, I don't think many, many people won that. Uh, I, I probably was leaning to Blackjack, but then the guys on Law Connect, you know, I'm a big fan of a lot of the talent on that boat. So um, I would, would have been happy for them. So first was, out of the heads was one of those two. I was Law Connect out of the head. So there yeah. we go. I've lost my money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was right. the next one? Line uh, Honours. Line Honours. Okay. I'm still on Blackjack. I'm on Blackjack. Yeah. It's, it's so, on Blackjack because of this, this, this reason. Because uh, I'm just looking at the track at the moment. They're hanging in there. Scallywag's fallen off the pace a little bit at the moment. Obviously, still got some problems. But um, Blackjack... Are hanging in there, and this transition period down yeah. the east, down the coast, the east coast of Tasmania is going to be absolutely suited to that boat. 
once Mark Bradford has spewed up everything that he's got left in his guts. <laughs> the, uh, the other thing, with, of course, with Blackjack is that um, it, it doesn't mind the different uh, – it can hang on in all weather conditions sort of thing. It's a good all-rounder shape and hull. Um, I mean, they did suffer the other year where they got they picked the wrong direction and, and ended up – they were fighting for the, uh, the lead and then ended up coming fifth out of all the maxis. So I think that's – That was a spreader problem, though. Yeah, and that's hurt their 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 uh, hurt their uh, betting odds. But yeah, that's sort of probably where we're at on, on that one. I, I would suggest. Spicy, um, your thoughts? Um, well, hypothetically, I lost fifty dollars um, on the out the heads. I had so you got no money left on the blackjack. Oh you no, rack, I got you, you racked just, it all. You racked it all on, on the one bet. No, I just put it on the never never. Um, <laughs> On the credit card. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I'm Law Connect. I think they will or, extend. For line on us. For line on us. Mm-hmm. I think they'll extend enough over the next 36 hours mm-hmm. to hold off a fast finishing blackjack. Yeah, that's a good, that's okay. a good theory. I like, I like it. I yeah. like it. And I like the fact that you acknowledge it's a fast finishing blackjack. So we're on the same page. Yeah. That'd be interesting. As, as for the Tattersalls, mm. looking at the weather, I'm thinking I, I probably don't have an exact name, but it's going to be a small boat. It's going to be less. It's a double hander. <laughs> it's going to be mm. sub 50 foot. Really? Yep. Okay. Um, Cause everyone's going upwind. Then there's a massive transition. Then everyone's coming home in the North list. Okay. So, so um, less, time on, less time on the racetrack to your handicap. You reckon? I reckon uh, t- here's one theory. One of the older boats that are better at going upwind maybe than some of the newer boats or hold on with a bit longer keels. Um, so a boat like Maritimo, which was bought, it's got a, it's got a great age allowance. It was bought and refurbished based around that. It likes smashing up into the, into the wind, I think. Plenty of experience on board. Speezy, Hughesy, yeah, yeah. all the guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're in, they're in a bloody nice spot at the moment. If you have a look on the bloody, on the uh, tracker. Yeah, mm. uh, they're right up there. Otherwise, you yeah, could throw the old boats out there. So this is this, let's just throw a couple of names out there that are way off base. That you know, you, people you'll probably laugh at me. Love and war. No, I'm not going to laugh at you. Sparksman and Stevens forty seven. I'm not going to laugh at you. Yeah. The only yeah. problem with love and war, yeah. uh, Jay, is when they get into that light down the bottom. Yep. She Correct. does not like anything under 10 knots, so I'm not going to put no. too much promise on that one. She drags a lot of ocean. Okay. Well, how about, while I'm at it, White Bay 6 Azuro? <laughs> oh. That's yeah, an SNS 34. <laughs> well, is that the one that's fully done up? Yes, it, it is. looks an absolute yeah, treat. Yeah, it's yep. got a lovely paint job. Yes. And they dry yeah. sail it. It's a dry sailed SNS 34. And it's, I even have, got, it's even got a, it's even got a van. Um, <laughs> you, you'll remember this name, gents. Keith Flint. Yeah. Oh yes. Should, should have been knighted. Um, so he, Flint. It's, it's got a certain ring to it. Has got. He he explained to me that the best boat he has ever been to see in is an SNS thirty four. Wow. That's why everyone goes around the world in them. Right. So if it's going to be a arm off, which it is for the next little bit. Yep. Um, they could pop out the other side in a very advantageous position. Yeah. One Division Two in the uh, Cabbage Tree Island race in 2020. Um, eighth overall, 
one ORC, um, and that was the only small boat in amongst the TPs and the maxis in in that race. So it does have some ability. Obviously, if we come to the modern boats, you've got to put Itchy Barn there, the TPs, a few of the TPs, because they will well, scream home. Yeah, and this is a good good point. Um, the Itchy Barn, it's Itchy Barn. Sorry, the, the TPs. Uh, are always going to be there in, in any relative condition. One of the boats that actually does perform beautifully upwind, mm-hmm. and it even looks like it's doing it right now, is Celestial. They're uh, yep. looking looking prime. But the other boat to watch out for in this stuff is Zen. Yep. Yep. Um, Zen and- Zen is a beautiful boat upwind. Now, if they can get some numbers upwind and then and then sail through the light transition well, which is always hard, then we could see them go okay. So. We'll keep an eye on the, t- the the TP52s. Will sort themselves out on the ladder, I think, pretty quickly. Second overall at the Australian let's, Yachting uh, Champs. Let, let's not forget Guilo as well. Guilo, yep. Um, with a host of talent on board. Yep. Um, but you're right, BP. Like, Curren- there's literally currently it's Celestial and Guilo in first and second. So you yep. can draw a line, an east-west line, and you've got what am I looking at? One, two, three, four, five TPs with yep. six TPs within a couple of miles of that line okay so yeah I'll, I'll but i'm agreeing i'm agreeing with you bicey i think it's going to come i'm throwing another going to come from mid-fleet okay I'm I'm throwing another possibly f- the dk46 okay Galicia. Galicia. what about whisper no bit too big bit too big um, and too I, big. Was going, I was early thinking early thinking alive as well um yep they're going to be have, they're going to be yeah, there they're going to be there time, bit of time for the whisper and the money penny um yep. based on you know no stone unturned type approach yep um i just don't think the weather will play into their hands okay yeah and i and i sort of i was on with the live earlier but looking at that uh, p- uh sort of period down the coast of tasmania i think a live's going to struggle okay i think all the big boats are going to struggle as you said by it's not it's not the performance it's the pressure how mm. about how about highly sprung oh the hold highly sprung where is she highly sprung is a beneteau first 45 Owned uh, by Mark Spring, highly sprung. Um, so she, he was ocean uh, rookie ocean racer of the year in 2020. Um, won the Perfect IRC. Perfect uh, race for that sort of boat. Yeah, yeah. Second over the line, the Pitwater Paradise race. Second place in the uh, uh, Blue Water Point Score 2019 in his first year. So. Could be, you know, the Benetos are pretty good all-round boats and the first rate, they rate pretty well too, don't they? Uh, the Benetos do, absolutely. Mm. Um, but I've got one last one for you. Yeah. <laughs> we're just we're, we're no, no, confusing, no, we're just, our, confusing our, our listeners. But we anyway, just we'll have to it. roll the dice once we've heard it. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, MRV. 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 The last pick? of the Margaret Rintoul's. Oh. Um, owned by good friend of the show, Damien King. Mm. Very good. Mm. Love it. I love yeah. it indeed. This is the sort of stuff we like. So MRV, let's um, make got that the, one. Got the ball on board, Mark Turnbull. It's a, um, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Looking, yeah, 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 yeah. It looked and good going out too. I thought, oh, that'd be all right going south in. It'd be pretty comfortable. I think they well, were okay. probably. Let, hang I'm on, not, let, let, I'm not sure what glasses they're drinking the red wine out of tonight. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'll tell you who's made the good decision. I'll tell you, young Stacey Jackson, she's made a good decision. Oh, yeah. Hey, 
yeah. on the Oraton, yeah. on the mighty drum fire. Yeah. That, that's not a that's not out there either. That yeah. boat. Um, no, you're right. that that could bring something home. But the the MRV Margaret Rintoul Five. Um, there's some pretty bloody good sailors on that boat. Yeah, we got uh, other mates of the show. Uh, MJ, yeah. Grant oh, Allen, Lockie yeah. Dare, um, Damien Matt King. Yep, Damien King, of Standings. course. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so that's a good one. I like that one a lot, actually. Oh, it's a 61-footer, isn't it? Fresh 61. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I've got yeah. some news in. Straight in. Straight in. Straight in. As it stands. This is right now live. Tw- and this is going to be obviously not live by the time you listen to this, yeah. uh, listeners. But on IRC at the moment, Fully Crude Law Connect isn't leading the way. Guess who's in second? Margaret Rintoul. Highly sprung. Highly yeah. sprung. <laughs> With and I mentioned it, Khaleesi in third, the DK forty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. We're all over it, aren't we? Yeah. Hey, like fat kids on the chocolate. There's only one more that we shouldn't forget, and that's Midnight Rambler, Ed Saltis in fifth. In fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting in fourth is a uh, LCE old school racing. Well, now okay. So uh, out of that, who's going to be the boat that gets it? Good question. Mm, I think I think it's just way too early to tell. I mean, I just oh, I'm going to wait and see what happens after the first 24 hours because that the first 24 hours in this particular race um, is going to position people for oh. the for the entry into that next zone. Okay. I, and I don't and I think something's really important to to explain to people who've never done this race before. You've really got to separate this race up into sort of you know even four or five and this race in particular possibly more uh, little uh, windows. We call them windows and. The first rate, first part obviously is the out of the heads, and then you've got down to Eden, and then you've got across Bass Strait, then you've got to Tasman, and then you've got Storm Bay, and then you've got uh, the, the the river. Um, so it really comes down to wh- where they are in the first twenty four hours is to see who's who's in the position to pounce and where they are on the course. So that's my. I'll wait. I'll I'll firm up tomorrow. Up. Um, where what will be the decisive moment for the race? Do you reckon? Uh, entry entry into the, into the transition, entry into the light air. Okay. Nice. You got any different views? Not. I think missing this little um, ridge that's sitting yep. off the off the south New South Wales coast by just being in the right position there. Mm. Yeah. Which is incredibly difficult. I mean, yeah. add, adding to that current because that current, my God. My my gut is I'd swing wide. It just there's a potential you can you can avoid the any northerly current flow. There's a little channel out there, and also you you can step outside that ridge line and sail around it. Um, Which you're also going to give you the southeasterlies a bit straight more straight on the nose, smashing yeah. straight into it. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Hey, um, double hander. <laughs> oh, you got me. <laughs> who's gonna Who's gonna win the double handers, BP? Well, I'm just looking at the moment, so let's just uh, let's have a quick. I'll look. throw my ideas out. Go I've on, got go two on, ideas. Yeah. I, um, I'm not sure I'm right. I'm gonna say Disco Trooper Contender Sailcloth. Mm. Good yep. looking boats. J99. Those 99s. Yeah. The, the reason I think they're they're all right. Um, the reason I think is that uh, I know they sail other things, but for the purposes of this joke, they're two laser sailors. Yep. Perfect, <laughs> perfect solo. Yeah, perfect they don't solo. they don't need to they don't have to put kites up at all 
uh, given the weather. In this race, you're right. <laughs> they don't have to talk to each other. It's just like perfect. So let's just be hiking like mofos off the side of their boat, just steering, hand steering all the way down. Um, yeah, and not having to worry about trying to set a spinnaker or even know what a spinnaker is. So it's perfect. Yeah. I think um, Rupert Henry and his boat. Um, in the double handers from a line honours point of view. There's no no question on that. Yeah, yeah. If it yeah. makes it through the first night, let's yeah. see how they go. Uh, yeah. BP hates the scows. I, I, I don't think hate them. A... I did not say that. Oh, sorry, them. sorry, I sorry. I just want to just make sure that, you know, they're, they're, a, they're, a, they're, a, they're, a, they're an animal unto themselves. So we're just going to make sure that, uh, you know. I can't believe you didn't make the X to a scow. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, so just on the aura, that's uh, that's the Mark Lombard design. It's a class forty. Uh, for those of you who know what those are, um, so pretty good. And those guys are pretty good on. Uh, they won the Melbourne Osaka on the double handed uh, a few years ago, I think. Um, in Whisper, yeah. In Whisper, yeah. Chinese Whisper, it was then. Yeah, um, a damn fine effort. Yeah, I think they've. I think they've won the uh, the Blue Water point score for the double-handers as well and mm-hmm. uh, some offshore series as well. Yeah, so short, Shortened series. Yeah. So just to give you a quick update at the moment, obviously only just started into the race, uh, Speedwell, which is the Beneteau. Oh, that's the male-female combination. Colin with Wendy Tuck, who is a round-the-world uh, Clipper winner. Uh, yeah, she's yeah. Current, they're currently leading the, the IRC, shorthanded with Crux in second. Eora the Disco Trooper sitting in fourth. And then obviously we go down, back down the fleet. But look, the fleet is close. I mean, yeah, th- this is going to be a really cool, even though they can't win the Tattersons Cup, um, yeah. this is going to be a really cool fleet to watch. And they we'll, win the Baccarati Cup. Well, they'll win the Baccarati Cup. That's what we'll do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what they win. Um, so the, Good idea. Uh, she's a Beneteau first 34-7 or something in the lead, isn't it? It's a, Correct. Yeah, again, it rates well. Um, yeah, Wendy, Wendy on the helm at the start saw all that, so she got a little bit of coverage on the local TV. So that was good. Yeah, which, which I might add, there was a uh, not a bad coverage. A few other boats uh, in this race this year, not just the first three. So that was good. <laughs> <laughs> you know why that was BP? Because because that all sailed. Out, that already sailed out of camera range, so they had to go back and look for some other boats. <laughs> was that what it was? I yeah. thought it was because wild oats weren't in it. Yeah, <laughs> good point. I had a, I had a uh, thing come up on Facebook the other day saying, "Oh, this 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 year it's not going to be the Wild Oats show." I said, "Oh, there's only a, there's only three boats in this race anyway this yeah. year." So, yeah. but no, they did well. It was good. Yeah. So for us, obviously, uh, as sailors, um, for me, you know, the line on us really doesn't matter to me. It's nice for the media, um, but the, it's the Tattersalls Cup that we all focus on in on because that's the overall winner of the race. Obviously, so that's uh, what we're interested in. Um, all right. With Blackjack, of course, it's got a new mast. Do you know where it got its mast from? Because it broke it in the um, Brisbane of Gladstone uh, at the start of the year. Um, just it's a southern trick. It's a southern trick? Yeah. Oh, of course it is. Yep. Of course it is. I don't even know why I didn't even think of that because, uh, yeah, that's a full North Sales program, that boat, isn't it? Correcto. Vaughan Prentice, Trim and Main. As I said, I, I did uh, – I did to send a message to Squarky this morning. I was uh, doing my usual um, Boxing Day thing, going to the gym. And um, I sent a message to Squarky and said, you're, you're all over this, mate. Um, good luck. Have a good time. Sent an emoji back with a, a spewing emoji. 
So, well, speaking of Southerns, why? Well, I mean, Herbert's your, like your second dad. Why haven't we had him on the show? Oh, Herbert's keen. He's actually up in up at the batch at the moment. Oh, so he's batch. looking for within the first. Spoke to him the other week. Admittedly, he'd been to lunch. I'd been to lunch. We had to call up the next day to see what we spoke about. But um, <laughs> um, we'll be getting him on early oh, 2022. Be looking forward to that. So he's up the batch uh, with the Cholly Bun and some Rudd Delicious, I assume. <laughs> yeah, choice. Okay, I've just cousin, bro. While we've been chatting, lads, I um, I've just jumped onto the odds for the um, that are on uh, which betting so oh, TAB the TAB so the government yep. side. So it's got Itchy Barn at three dollars fifty. Yeah. Uh, White Bay a zero at five fifty. Interesting. Uh, Euro M, I reckon that's at sevens at the moment. That might blow out a bit given... Uh, After their crew work. Yeah, Guilio in at eights, uh, Alive at nine, Highly Sprung at ten. Uh, You're whisper, all over it. Whisper at You're thirteen, Quest, Zen, Hutzpah. We'd never mentioned Hutzpah. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that one, BP. I don't think so. But it's got Stringers on board in... In Taylor from uh, Ronston, our, a good mate of mine. So uh, uh, always happy for him to do well. Stefan Racing in at 21s. Sun Hung Kai Scallywag at 21s. Money Penny at 21s. And Law Connect at 21. So, Ooh. and the Maritimo at 26. So maybe ignore what I said about Maritimo. <laughs> now, these are the same odds as um, when the race started. So, yeah. I'm not sure if there's any updates. No, I think whether you can still get on or not. No, I don't think you can. Oh, I think it's shut down, but yeah. it, it's it's all close because Khaleesi's jumped up to second. Okay, there we go. All right. <laughs> okay. Holly, Holly sprung, dropped the fourth. Jeez, oh, hey? my failure. And they're coming round the back stretch. <laughs> Hundred miles to go. It's Holly sprung. <laughs> all right. What else do we want to touch on? Anything else that we want to bring up? Uh, no, I think we keep it all Hobart, and I think we. Um, well, oh, no, no, we've got, we got. Are we going to try and do try try and do a couple of days? Yep, but no, any, anything more Hobart related right now, BP? Before we go on to a couple of, we got, we got uh, keeping it hot with Bicey. I'll just keep changing that title every time. Well, he's not so hot at the moment. No. <laughs> hot <laughs> topics with Bicey. Um, uh, right. let's just, let's let's just stay Hobart orientated, and we just make it up as we go along. Okay. Um, Keep the vibe of the show rolling. Keep the vibe of the show rolling. Uh, I think I think that um, I'm really excited to see what happens overnight, um, and that's where I'm at. Mm. Really? Okay. Cool. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do a morning one tomorrow. Oh no, we'll do that. Um, we'll do that. We're going to do updates all through, but we do have some other stuff to go into. So we'll just roll into. I might hit uh, our f- uh, get my funky fat bass out, BP, oh, okay. and okay. roll into it. You right to go? Yeah. Go on. That's the only baseline I can play. Um, <laughs> boys, club events. Gee, we've got some cheat coming in. I tell you, have you, have you guys uh, across the uh, the Vanguard World Champs? Did you guys see that? No, no. Do tell, my friend. Um, are we in? Are we in the emails or in Messenger? Um, it came over the Messenger. Um, the if you read the run sheet, there, the BP. back office, the back office. I, yeah, well, I don't have it. <laughs> the back office haven't sent me anything. <laughs> um, so, uh, so we're talking club events. The uh, Noosa Club uh, sent us up. Uh, they they are want to have a little bit of banter with us, and um, 
and and come in and they uh, sent a note during the week uh, advising us that the Vanguard World Championships have been run and done at their club uh, Mm -hmm. that week and uh, for those who don't know, if you visualise a bathtub um, and then a tiny sail, uh, it's basically a training boat. It's uh, it's a big, heavy fiberglass training boat. Um, there's all sorts of versions of it around the world, but I didn't think it was an internationally recognised class. So I uh, I did write back to our correspondent and suggest ask: Is that actually a um, uh, recognised world championships uh, entries from all over the world perhaps um, and the response Noosa is a world of its own uh, <laughs> we have it people, sometimes gets grace with the presence of the one great Jordan Spencer <laughs> <laughs> I take Jordan some beers Spencer up great. Um, uh, found the run sheet Jordan yeah good man <laughs> we have some South Africans we've got some Kiwis we've got some English Australian German South Americans even some guys from the North Pole um, and well. and of course uh, Eskimos. our mate Valerie uh, Valerie Odu uh, who is French so I, as soon as I you know saw it was him I thought oh yeah the French you know how the French are and he's been taking a whipping with all the banter we've made about the French over the last few months so uh, he <laughs> just so do these said, people all live in live in live in Noosa oh yes yes have you have you guys been to Noosa for those yes. who don't know Noosa how can I describe Noosa. You'll never yeah. see a woman not wearing white linen. Um, <laughs> it's it's mandatory. It is illegal not to wear anything but white linen. It's very, it's a beachy town. With but hats, it's super like with big upper. broad brim hats, or yeah, broad brim. Yeah, you know, but you know, Draw nothing. Hats. Once wear it once and throw it away. Um, it is a very glamour spot. Like it's where all the the really beautiful people go. It, that's the best way to describe it, except for the yacht club there. <laughs> I, I, I drove. I drove through Noosa once. Once. No, no. Uh, I'll just say that the guys at the Noosa Yacht Club there—they'll be downstairs. They do a lot of training, do a lot of development for youngsters, and they—they've got this little training group, and they all sit down. They got all beer fridges full up. It's quite fun. You go down, sit, pull a chair up, and sit down and have a chat with the blokes. So, whilst I'm paying out Noosa, it's not like that at all at the club. And the the boys would be killing me if I actually did genuinely leave it that way. So. Uh, yeah, no. But uh, good on them for promoting the world champs. Um, didn't actually tell me who won, <laughs> so I don't know who won. Everyone won. Yeah, Sailing everyone's a winner. winner. Sailing's the winner. That's it. Move on. Okay. Move on. Um, Jack Lloyd. Jack Lloyd, listener of the week. Jack Lloyd, listener of the week. Now, gents, haven't run this one by you yet, mm-hmm. but um, that's, the... a, that's not that's that's a bit unusual. <laughs> um, if we remember last week, we had a three-way tie. We, we all voted controversy, though. There, there was controversy. Mm. Was there? Um, oh, yeah. That was between uh, Australia Post, Australia Post, Scott Patton, and Rob. Oh, Rob, correct. So this week, Scott has taken the sensible approach. <laughs> he was still dark and narky about not winning the <laughs> the listener of the week. Um, so oh, I love it. We're going to give it to Scott this week. Are we? My gut feel. Well, he, he, this he is what he one. came to us with. Yeah. So reading direct from it. Boys, whatever mm-hmm. happened, whatever the opinion of Larry Ellison, we should all stand up and applaud the man for what he is creating with the Sail GP. <laughs> the product is fantastic and is clearly the best sailing venue to date. Viewing. That being Sydney. 
uh, viewing. Um, safety of the sailors must now be a priority, however, and the halo idea is a good start. Agreed. So he's taken this sensible approach this week to try and win uh, Listener of the Week. Mm. Try and try and win. It hasn't been done yet, I might No, add. no. Um, so so Scott, I'm putting a one vote in for One vote Scott in, right. Well, look, let's just if go on. Anyone's thanks got for anything, the, anything I'll just different. go on. I'll just go on to the next part of the... Thanks for the Jack Lloyd Listener of the Week mention, he says, last week. I'm filthy. Filthy. It was a three-way tie. Yep. For a moment, I thought Slingers might even talk to me on the dock if I won it. <laughs> um, so, I'll just point out that I did vote for you, bud. It was not me. It was the other two idiots so <laughs> that set you down. But uh, <laughs> Well, I just had to vote for Australia Post. I, <laughs> I think they deserve... Does everything they get? Yeah. So, are we, are we going to do this? Are yeah, we going no, to give it to him? Yeah, to yeah. may or may not receive oh, a Actually, right, right, Scott, you win. We may have, Bossy, because you're stuck away from your house. There has Ooh. been some correspondence that I believe has turned up to your house that could be extra special. Maybe we'll, that will be a feature uh, for our listener of the week. We have had yeah, some. I, got, I saw that. Yes. I should make it back by about the 18th of January. So, yes. Just um, make sure your wife doesn't share with her family. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll bring that one up. But uh, we've got some good friends over in the States, uh, listeners. The States listeners, I've got to say, there's a few of you blokes that are just into this and uh, you know who you are. And uh, thanks for all the Christmas wishes and all that stuff. We had, uh, we got inundated. Uh, our mate Schaefer, uh, he's just, he loves us. Uh, our mate Sean from uh, Plank Owner Brewery Group, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. We're a big fan of you, and uh, yeah, we got to get him his, his double extra large shirt. Maybe that's where all that shirt went by. So all the double extra, triple extra large shirts go in the states. <laughs> I'll leave that there right now. <laughs> um, but basically, everyone from the mighty US of A, uh, give yourselves a high five. Yeah, yeah. yeah While we're on the cool. US of A, just quickly, and this is a bit left field. You guys don't know about this either. I just want to ch- ch- quickly touch base on uh, flotilla.com who are doing an Aussie week. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flotilla.com. Now, that's P-H-L-O-T-I-L-L-A. Flotilla.com. It's, uh, they're doing an Aussie week, so, uh, so get they, on that site. They've done an Aussie week. They did a feature of us, and I've got to admit, guys, nice little circle jerk for the bar karate. Yeah. Nice work. Yeah. Nice um, work. Got a Lovely, lovely, lovely bit of write-ups there, and they're doing they're uh, doing some stuff for Australia. It's an American-based website. We'll talk more about that in the future as we get more into it. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's cool. I like it. Okay, all right. Um, what do we do now? Ole, 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 ole. It's hot time <laughs> with Bice. You, you're right, mate. Well, I was meant to be uh, about 30 miles south of Sydney Hedge right now, so I thought, stuff it. I'm not doing hot time with a bice this week. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Um, that's there's, a bit, there's a bit going on. There's a bit going on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all good. Leave it, leave it as it is. That, no, that no, no. Nice, good session. Are we going to do it? Yeah, no, I've got some. I've got a couple of points to bring up. Oh, Jordan's going to do it. Yeah, yeah. So first off, boys, um, there is, I discovered this week, and I'm just trying to find the information on it, there has been a wing-dinging uh, regatta in the Caribbean. Mm. A three-day wing-dinging regatta in the Caribbean. I'm literally trying to find that uh, as we speak, uh, information about it. But just from the perspective of aspirational events, um, 
I've got my wingding gear turned up this week. I did boys. see that. Yes, yes, yes. Have Love you had it. it out yet? I've had the I've had the wing out in the backyard trying to fly it. And I'm thinking it's going to be harder than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it was coming. The wind was coming over the house, so it wasn't the most favourable setup. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, starts tomorrow. All the all the social obligations are done. And uh, yeah, the the wing ding program build up to wing. the Caribbean. Wing ding. Mm. Let's so get, you let's get, your let's... campaign building up to the Caribbean wing ding competition starts tomorrow. That's it. That's I it. like it. Yeah, oh, I'm liking that. Well, what? Yep. Okay. Good. Um, um, you blokes are going the VX one, so I haven't come up with a name for the wing ding, but uh, uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll work, work on, on it. it. You remember? Um, a few weeks ago, I mentioned that the Five O's are doing their twelve days of Christmas, where you get to there's twelve photos on the mm-hmm. front. Uh, if you go to the International Five O site, they started they started Christmas Day, and they've published they started publishing photos. So you get to to choose um, one of these twelve photos. <laughs> what? <laughs> they haven't seen my laughing already. They haven't given you uh, admin rights, have they? <laughs> Every photo's got you in it. Yeah. Could be oh. on a boat, could be on the start boat, could this be in the background waving. Got, this is when we got third on handicap before the Secret <laughs> Yacht Club 1987. Uh, <laughs> photo bombing the presentation uh, of the world in 2001. You idiots. Me? Um, me. No, me no, I've never sailed a five in my life. Um, <laughs> right, but anyway, they're, they're doing that. If we can, we're, we're going, if we. Remember, we'll go and pull some of the photos down and, and publish them and you can have a look. But um, um, they're definitely – it's up and have a look. And if you like uh, like dinghy sailing, then it's it's worth a look. And if you put a vote in, uh, your vote might be picked for the cover of this book they're launching in August. Wink, wink, nudge, right. Nudge, nudge. nudge. Yeah. Um, the next question is – and the last question I have is our plans for next year. And I'm just talking oh. sailing, sailing. What's going on? Any plans? What are you doing, BP? I'd like to think that I'm coming to do the Adelaide Lincoln on a X2. Oh, that's a good one. That's a great one. I'm going to aim for that. Aren't you? Aren't you launching? Are you launching Omicron the VX1? That'll happen, but that'll be later in the year. Later in the year. So uh, Adelaide Lincoln on uh, an X2. Well, I, I must admit, an X2 will be doing the Adelaide Lincoln. That's my. That's my Hope. goal. Um, as in less than two months' time? Yep, that's is right. Is that as soon as we get? Oh, fantastic. Wow. That's the goal. That is the goal, boys. Wow. Yeah, I'm working my butt off to make that happen. So. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Not much of a butt to work off there, BP. No, it's, it's, <laughs> pretty, it's pretty fit at the moment. I'm in the gym smashing it out. Oh, good man. Um, so, well, that's that's exciting because I must admit, I was watching the boats go out the heads and I'm going, oh, yeah. I didn't wonder what the X2 would be doing right now. How'd it be going? <laughs> well, I actually did uh, sit there and watch it and... I, I got a bit of a warm fuzzy, and yep, so I'm looking forward to next year. 2022 is exciting for double handers in general. Mm. Um, so I'm really, really looking forward to the whole season. Yeah, there's three and, uh, twos in that year, 2022. So X2, X2, there's four. Four, yeah, of course. Um, all right, Bice, so what about you, mate? Uh, it'll be a bit of a Willow. Uh, Willow. <laughs> Willow oh, I'm going to do the Sydney Hobart on Willow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, TP52, of course, the another hooligan. Yep. Got a nice little campaign going there in Adelaide um, with our good friends on SMB, yep. um, of which we both want to see the two TPs up in uh, Queensland Excellent. for the end of the year. Um, in the meantime, we'll be 
the X2, the uh, the Delta variant. No, VX, VX, VX1. X2, what? what? <laughs> Are you buying one? Awesome. <laughs> Love it. I'll do your okay. deal. Don't worry. So, You'll get it quite the, cheap. The VX1, the Delta variant. Yes. Yeah. Uh, be camping that hard with a couple of regattas quite slowly in the first half of the year, then start ramping it up the second half of the year with the idea coming to the midwinters yes. to pick up a new boat. Where, where are they? Um, in They would be at Royal Queensland, I believe. Yep. Um, yep well. Then that rolls into a Nationals campaign early 2023. In the meantime, we'll still give um, trying to get hold of an etchel to finish off our state championship campaign. Right. Um, okay. So important to so, note, just yeah, for everyone out there, the VX one's obviously the name of your VX one is Delta variant. Yeah. Correct. Which is everyone will catch it sooner or later. Yeah. Correct. I'm yeah. looking at trying to get into the VX later in the season, so it'll be sort of uh, Omicron. Uh, nothing really to worry about. Yeah. So <laughs> if we've got that straight, we'll be yeah. all good. Um. All right. Well. So, how about, how about yourself? Me. What have yeah. we got? Wing, Wingdinger. Uh, Winding a later in the year. So what's the program for me is uh, I'm doing the commentary for the VX1 Nationals coming up. That'll be live. We'll be doing a live stream of the VX1 Nationals. Nice. Then I'll likely be doing the commentary for the Brisbane to Gladstone. Um, I'm doing tactics on a big cat uh, on a regatta coming up in March. And then I'm doing oh five O's. I'm going to Ireland for the to do all the media for them. And then the wingdings in the Caribbean at this is the latest fantasy, right? I like now. what's going on. I like what's going on. We've got a bit of sailing going on between yeah. the three of us. Yeah, I'm not doing much cool. sailing. I'm talking about it, but that's, you know. Yeah, that's what you're good at. I <laughs> <laughs> used to be good at sailing. <laughs> yeah, well, you've got to be good at something to be good at something else, right? <laughs> okay. All right, lads. Um, I think that's us, isn't it? It is, gentlemen. Beauty. All right, let's, oh, let's, uh, let's, let's we'll be chatting let's a- to you in about. 16 hours. Yeah, let's do a couple a day. <laughs> I'm so tired. All right, we'll work it get out. This, get this up online. Good right. on you. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. I hope you everyone go. enjoyed that one. It's a bit like the, the original series is what we used to do where we just talked amongst ourselves. Um, we may have – I think we can publish this. We may have a big surprise during the week in terms of guests. Oh, uh, we? Right. Yeah, we've got uh, – no. A few big surprises coming up. So, yeah. yeah, well done. Well done. Cool. All right, team. Righto. BP yeah. fire. Stay, boys. Stay well, Bicey. Stay well, Bicey. Cheers. Well day. Nothing in front, but a bitch of black at night. All my stars are around tonight.